Well, welcome to the U.S. Podcast, where all summer long we're answering questions that come directly from 18 to 25-year-olds out of Spotswood Baptist Church. We also know these are questions that all young adults are wrestling with, and our hope is that as you listen in, your faith will be fortified and you'll come awake to the reality that there are biblical answers to the difficult questions your generation's asking. Our goal is that these episodes provide real and practical wisdom as you navigate your young adult and college years. So let's go ahead and get into this week's topic. Well, hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of the U.S. Podcast, back in the studio for the last day. We've got two episodes we're recording today, so we'll have one more for you guys. But, man, Brian, it's our last one, dude. I know. It's a, it's a little sad. It's a little bittersweet. You know, I'm, I'm actually heading back home uh, after we're done today. And so it's a, it's a little bittersweet, ready to see my friends, but also going to miss uh, some of these guys that are up here. So Yeah, for sure, man. We'll miss you, too. Your absence will definitely be felt. Um question for you uh i know you've i know you've got your own bible that yeah. you use how many how many bibles have you had in your lifetime oh man that's a that's a tough question i know so i mean right now i have my journal bible that's the one i normally just read from nice. um i also have a study bible um kind of like not a, not a pocket sized bible but it's a, it's a little smaller just uh something i haven't written in um just have that as well but man just laying around the house back home i probably have at least 10 yeah i'd say at least 10 different <laughs> different translations all those different kinds um so yeah i don't know how many i've had it but but i uh, lost count at this point but i know at home i get at home and in my office i've got study bibles pocket bibles uh, my wife's got a bible my kids have action bibles and jesus storybook bible we got them <laughs> on our phones ipads laptops they're sure. everywhere yeah. like we all have like multiple versions and multiple um, places where we can access the scriptures. Never before have we had more access to it. And I'll just paint with a broad brush here, so forgive me for this, but I think it's probably safe to say that that never before has our knowledge of scripture been so shallow, just mm -hmm. as a as a culture, as a as a generation. And um, I, I just don't think it's any coincidence, right? That that our knowledge of scripture is as low as it is, and our anxiety is as high as it is. Yeah. Nope. There's no, there's no coincidence there that we set the Bible aside and we've got this mental health crisis that's brewing. And so uh, I see those th two things as very related. And I'm just so glad that this question was asked that we're going to be talking about today. So uh, Brian, can you tee that up for us? Yeah. Uh, this whole entire episode is going to be around how to study scripture, how to read the Bible for your own. Um, and like you said, this is something that, you know, whether it's been voiced or not, like this is something that every person within the stage of life is really asking, right? Like, how should we approach the scriptures? Like, do I really need to study them for myself? Um, like, isn't showing up to church enough? Like, isn't paying you the pastor? Isn't that enough? Like, isn't that what you're you're called to do? Um, and, and so, yeah, I'm excited to, to jump into it. Yeah, man. And I, that's whether, like you said, whether we've, whether we've said those questions out loud or not, those are questions that we're asking. And uh, for those of you who might be asking, like, isn't showing up to church enough? Isn't it like, isn't that what, we have not what we hire pastors for that the answer is no i want you to just just grab onto this right that, that this season of your life if you're young adult and you're listening to this this season of your life is about pivoting away from immaturity and toward maturity we're pivoting away from adolescence and toward adulting and a big part of that is is becoming a spiritual self-feeder you have to be a spiritual self-feeder yeah. you got to be able to study the scriptures for yourself why is that brian why why does that even matter yeah there's Man, so many important reasons. But the first that just comes to mind is like scripture, it's the very word of God, 
right? Like it's his way of communicating to us today, right? And it's been preserved over thousands of years and it holds truth that that's foundational in our understanding, but also in walking in freedom from sin, right? And so the Bible, it's a collection of 66 different books written over 1500 years by 40 different authors on three continents and three languages, but it has one central theme, right? It's God's rescue plan for humanity through his son, Jesus, right? And so the the Bible, it shows us how much God loves us and what he's done for us through sending his own son, Jesus Christ, right? And so another reason why it's so important to to read the Bible, to understand it, to, to have that time on your own is like, how do you gain knowledge about God? Like what, how do you know about Jesus? Right. There's a primary source that tells us a lot about Jesus, and that, that's the Bible. Right. It allows us to know God, to know about ourselves and the way that we're designed to live. And it also instructs us on how to live uh, truly and have life and life abundantly. John 10, 10. Mm. Right. And so if you want to know your purpose, right, God's plan for you, God's character, more about your creator. Like these are some pretty good reasons to read the Bible. Yeah. Right. I, I also think about, you know. It helps deal with sin struggles, processing big life decisions, conflict, right? Some people are going against the word of God because they don't know what it says. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, to follow, to obey God's commands whenever you don't read the Bible, when you don't know them. So. You're right. Yeah. And, and another reason is just otherwise, if we if we don't study the, the scripture for ourselves, you're going to hear people say things. You're going to have friends that say things. You're going to hear professors that say things. You're going to see blue check marks on social media that say things that sound plausible. They sound right, right? It just, it, it makes sense, right, to, to, to our minds. And um, they might even have a, a decent amount of truth in them, their ideas, but they're just wrong enough to be dangerous. So we've, we've got to be able to study for ourselves, know the truth for ourselves. And and then when we hear those popular voices that, that say, or even just our friends that say something, that's off, we'll know it. It'll trip an alarm in our soul and we won't be fooled. And so be a spiritual self-feeder. Like to, so, so today, I hope, I hope what we do today, uh, this conversation we're going to have is going to equip you to do that. We're each going to be talking about how we study the Bible and how you can study the Bible. There's going to be some great resources and great tools that we want to hand you, we want to give you, and, and hopefully it will that will get you uh, on your way, get you started in this. So, so let's go. All right. So first thing I want to tackle here is where do we go wrong with Bible study, right? Sometimes even when intentions are good, we do it wrong. And so first way we do it wrong is just by not doing it at all. Like we already talked about, right? We rely on a pastor or somebody else to come along and, and explain it to us, right? David, David's going to say that your words, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And scripture, scripture is it's there to show you the way forward. Like you ta- you've already talked about that. Not only not only just the way to go, but also things to avoid. I remember one night my um my my dog was whining downstairs, and so I got up in the middle of the night, went downstairs to see what was wrong, and. While I was walking in the dark, I learned that my dog had literally dumped on the floor and my foot was in it. Lights are good. They, they keep us from seeing things that we have no interest in stepping in, right? right. So um, <laughs> it's, a weird, it's a weird analogy, but it works in my mind. So like um, another thing we do wrong is eisegesis, right? Which is where we read the Bible and we put our own meaning over the text, right? You might have been in a Bible study where you heard somebody say, but what, is, what does that mean to you, right? And And here's the thing. We're not after what, what a passage means to me, even as I'm preaching, like I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to explain to you guys what, um, what, what the passage means to me. We want to, we want to dig in rather than laying our own presuppositions and our own meanings over the text. We want to dig into the text and discover what, what 
actually the, the author was saying we were after authorial intent that's what we want to know right what we want is a healthy hermeneutic which is a fancy word for how you interpret the bible right. so another another way we go wrong and then i'll, I'll pass it on to you narcissus right that that's the mistake we make of uh thinking that every scripture is about you that you're at the center of scripture right where you uh, read the story of maybe of david and goliath and and you think you kind of read yourself into the story as david i must be david goliath must be my problems and there may be some application there but like reality is you're not david David's David. David's also a, uh, an arrow that points to Jesus. Goliath is an arrow that points to your enemy, right? And you, in reality, are th that Israelite that's kind of peeing himself over in the corner because of how scary Goliath is and how helpless you are to do anything about your enemy. So I think it's safe to say if at any point we read the scriptures and we read ourselves into the story as the hero, we're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's a red flag. And, and the Bible, the Bible is, is is a book that's not primarily about us. It's primarily about God. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that I would say is a lot of times, like we'll we'll read things, um, only read parts of the Bible that we're familiar with or that we like. Yeah. Um, I, I would guess for a lot of the people listening, and this is true, like kind of in my early walk as well. Like there were parts of the Old Testament that I never read like i never even went to look at right but the danger of, of doing this is you know second timothy three sixteen, all scripture is god breathed and is useful for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness mm -hmm. and so if there are gaps in our knowledge of scripture right the enemy knows that yeah, for sure and he can exploit that and so what if there is something in those minor prophets in those old testament books that's helpful to you right and the truth is like there is Right. We need to read those parts of the Bible that we haven't touched yet. Yep. So I would just say that as well. Yeah. Another thing we do is we pull verses out of context. Mm -hmm. Like don't don't rip one verse out of out of its context and use it to justify something that you believe. That's people have done that down through history to, to justify some terrible things, right? Some hateful things. Slavery, for example, right? So so let let scripture interpret scripture. Philippians 4:13 says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's not about running your next 5K, right? right. That's 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 when you read it in its context, you learn it's actually about finding contentment no matter what your circumstances are. So um, we need to be able to engage with Scripture for ourselves, study Scripture for ourselves. And, and as we do it, we need to, to do healthy exegesis, meaning that, that, we're, that we're asking the right questions, digging into the Scriptures, and finding what they actually mean in their context. So, Brian, like just practically speaking, what, is, what does Bible study look like for you? Yeah, well, I'll talk about kind of just some practical things that I do. Um, and then I'll let you kind of dive into kind of the deeper what that looks like. But I would just say like, man, you, we have to start somewhere. Like, don't be intimidated. You know, earlier I said, you know, the, the Bible is a, a collection of 66 books or, or so don't be intimidated by that or, or maybe by the fact that you've never read it or that, you know, you haven't been consistent before. One thing I would just say, like encouragement is just be consistent, like start reading somewhere um, and then with that, you know, there are a lot of different things that we can talk about. Uh, but but one of the most important things is that you spend time reading God's word every single day, right? Like that you are disciplined in reading scripture. And like I said, man, like just be consistent about it. You know, there's days where it's going to be great, where you really feel like the presence of the Lord when you're reading it, you really feel like something really spoke to you. But then there's going to be days where you feel like you didn't necessarily, quote unquote, gain very much. Yeah. Right. But, it, but the fact is like, it's a discipline. Like First Timothy four eight says, uh, train your or discipline yourself for godliness, mm -hmm. and so like that's the whole goal. We're we're to be consistent. Like we're not looking for an emotional connection primarily. We're looking to be able to read 
and interpret God's plan, God's will for humanity. And, and so we're looking to, to understand more about his character. And so I would just say, you know, in terms of consistency, look for a consistent time, like make it the same every single day, consistent place, whether that's in your room, just a, a place where you get alone um, and a place for you to go and read. And then a consistent plan, like know what you're going to read before you read it. Cause if you don't have a plan, yeah. you're going to, you're not going to go through with it. What's your time, place and plan look like? Yeah. So, so for me, um, I read a little bit in the morning. Um, most mornings, unless I wake up super late, I have a tendency to do that. But, but my main time for reading scripture, studying scripture is at night. Um, normally I'll do it probably around eight thirty, nine o'clock. Um, and then I read through, I just got done reading first, second, and third John. Um, and so that's what that looks like place for me. Um, depending on where I am, I, I like to do it in my room, um, at my desk or just on my bed, honestly, like that's just where I find um, a good place for me. So yeah, I do this even before I was uh, before I was married and before I became a dad. Um, but I've always been an early riser. Like I've always been up at like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. Um, now, like that was something I just chose to do early in life. Now I have to do that. Like if I'm going to have um, any kind of quiet time. Uh, any kind of focused time in scripture, it has to happen before everybody else wakes up. So it's yep. just me and God awake in the house and everybody else has passed out. So um, that's my that's my time. Yeah. Um, I have a, my places on my back porch um, with the with my Edison bulbs on and coffee in front of me and scripture open. That's my that's my man. That's my Eden right there. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, my, my plan right now, I am I'm actually just working through um Right now, working through Exodus and uh, the Proverbs, and so uh, just working through a chapter at a chapter at a time, and journaling as I go. And yep. so that's that's kind of my time, place, and plan. Yep. So just to take it a little bit deeper, we have to start with prayer. Like that's that has to be that has to be our launch pad. Uh, Bible study, true Bible study, is impossible without the Holy Spirit, right? Yep. So we have we have to have Him present in uh, in the process to do what theologians call illumination. And that only happens when the Holy Spirit is there and, and involved. And so it's so cool to me that that the same Holy Spirit that inspired the scriptures that are open in front of us is the same spirit that's that's present with us, revealing to us what the text means. And so um, I, I just encourage you, open the time in prayer, uh, just express your desperation for him to show up and reveal what what's uh what the meaning is of this text that you're reading and then pray throughout your time, pray the scriptures and close in prayer. Say, God, thanks for, for even giving me this text to read mm -hmm. that I even have access to this. Um, what's interesting is that the spirit might, uh, he might reveal something then and there uh, just on the spot, or he, or he may even uh, wait a little bit to reveal his meaning through a circumstance that you go through or, uh, you know, through a friend, a pastor, uh, maybe a book or a commentary. So that, but that's step one is just inviting the spirit to, uh, to illuminate those scriptures for you. And then number two, we got to, we got to observe observation. That's just reading the text, taking it in. Um, I, I do that in a number of ways. I, I, I read, um, just from my own ESV study Bible. I also, I'm an auditory learner. I don't know about you, man. I, I love to listen to scripture. And so I, I have uh, an app, a friend of mine, Wes, told me about an app called Streetlights Bible. It's also on uh, Spotify, uh, totally free. And it's basically every book of the Bible, just about, or many books of the Bible that are that are read um, uh, with with kind of like lo-fi beats in the in the background, kind of uh, kind of like um, uh, R&B stuff in the background, and, and and then it's read kind of a spoken word, and so it's a great thing to do while you're working out, while you're running. Yeah. Um, U version has an audio section in their app as well, so um, if that's something that that interests you, engage that way. Uh, we've also got 
the, the Dwell Bible app that, that you can use um, that's really great as well. So but the first step is just reading it, taking it in and understanding what, what's being said, right? Um, so, so we're reading at this point. Problem is that's where a lot of us stop. Bible reading and Bible study not the same thing. Those right. are not the same thing. So um, Bible reading is just reading through the text as it was meant to be read, maybe at a decent rate, but hopefully not so fast that we're missing what's being said. Mm-hmm. Study is slowing down and lingering long enough just to not just to find out what the text means to us, but to find out what God's meaning is in the text. And so um, that means asking questions, asking yeah. good questions of the text as you as you read. And and hoping to to rightly interpret and apply it to our lives, and that's the next two steps is interpretation, where we make sense of what was read, really getting uh, beneath the text to the why. Why was that passage written? What issue? What sin uh, issue is being addressed or corrected here? Um, how does this passage point to God's character and glory? What's 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 this passage showing me about Him and specifically about the person of Jesus? How do we see God's redemptive plan being worked out in these people's lives? So that's where we be, we begin to dig deeper, and then. I do a lot of journaling through that through that process, and then there's application, yeah. which is where we bring the Word of God to bear on our lives. Every scripture, every single one touches down in some special way in our lives, and even if you don't see an immediate application, we still need to know it and know how it applies because you, you just don't know what's around the corner. We might need that passage in a big way next week. Yeah. So um, here we're asking questions like, what does this passage say about how I'm meant to interact with God and people? How do I love well? Um, what does this passage say about how I'm meant to live my life? Or what what are my actions or what are my words that I've been act I've been saying and doing lately? What do they say about what I actually believe? And how does that stack up against what God's revealed to me in his word? Yeah. Or what is there in my life that I need to let go of or repent of? What 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 new thoughts and beliefs should I trust in and walk in according uh, to this reading that I did today? So um Beyond that, there are tons of resources out there. Brian, what, what are some that you've come across that that you found to be like especially helpful? Yeah. Um, I mean, last night I mentioned um, when I was, you know, giving the the message was one of the things that I use is gotquestions.org. Yeah. And I, I love That's that. So you can go in and type in pretty much anything you want and it'll, it'll give you like an article type um, that'll, that'll sh- walk through different things. Um, and so I use that almost daily probably. Um, I also say, you know, probe.org is another good resource. Uh, right now, media, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a great resource. Um, I think about blueletter.com. There's tons of just free commentaries online that you can just search in. Honestly, sometimes what I'll do is if I don't know, if I don't have something on a specific passage, like I'll just type in Google, like commentary on and then the passage. Yeah. And, and there's so many good resources that, that you can use. Um, there's commentaries out there. Um, but ultimately, like all these resources, what we're trying to do is just grow in our understanding, right? Grow in our knowledge and then allow that to transform the way that we love God. Yeah. Such a great point about right now media. That's something that every Spotswood member, if you guys are, if you guys are members of Spotswood, you've got free access to that, which is basically like, the Netflix uh, of of Christian content, and there's Bible study on Bible study on Bible study, and that that will that will be extremely helpful for you. So that's that's one great resource to check out, totally free. Mm-hmm. Another free one is uh, is YouVersion. A lot of you guys have heard of that. A lot of you guys have that on your phones already. But I don't know that we maximize the way that we use it. Right. Not only can we read. Uh, but also listen to to the scriptures. We can read along with friends and have accountability through the app. Um, there are great reading plans on there. Um, one of the things I'd love to do for Spotswood is get some of our our content on on YouVersion. That's yeah. 
hopefully coming in the future. Um, Streetlights Bible is one I already mentioned. Uh, you mentioned Blue Letter Bible, which is a great way to to dig into um, to dig into the original languages, you know, and 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 find out like what do what do these words mean? What did they mean when the when the author wrote them, mm. and what did the what is it that the people heard? What definition was in their mind? So, right. um, I mean, definitions change over time. Definitions do matter, and and we want to know if we're after authorial intent. That's gonna that's gonna be super helpful. Yeah. And another one I really recommend you guys check out is the Bible Project. They're on YouTube, um, probably elsewhere, but those guys have done an incredible job. I think his name's Tim Mackey. He does an incredible job of giving overviews of every book, helping you understand the context uh, of what's being written there and, and and the overarching message of every book. And so that's those those are just some tools that that are incredibly helpful. We've also got a few um, we got a few licenses left of the Dwell Bible app. So if that's something that you guys are interested in, that's a that's a paid app, um, super high quality that that we've got just in our possession that we'd love to gift you with. And so if that's something that you're that you're interested in, would you just like drop a DM with the word dwell to, to our Instagram page, either the, the college page or um, the, the US podcast page, and we will get you hooked up with that like ASAP. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's so many resources out there um, that, that you can use. Um, and I mean, that's going to take discipline, right? You, all of this kind of goes back to discipline yourself to use those things. Um, and, and so kind of just to, to wrap us up a little bit, um, just in terms of practicality, uh, I would just say, you know, there's, I, I talked about earlier how some of the Bible's like, I have different translations. I would just say like, buy a Bible that you're going to read. Yeah. Right. Like don't get overwhelmed with the different translations like ESV, NIV, NSAB, like all of these different translations, just buy one that you're going to read and that you're going to sit down and study and work through. Right. Do you have you, one that you prefer? Me, I prefer ESV. That's just yeah. kind of the the norm of what people use at Liberty. And so I kind of transitioned into that. Yeah. Um, and I really like it. I, before that, I used NIV. And I think both of those are, are very good, very practical, yeah. um, easy to understand uh, for the most part. You know, there's always confusing scriptures. Yeah. Um, but that's why it's so important for us to go back, um, to read through, to study, to internalize and figure out what the author's intent was. Um, that's a great point. I, I, I definitely like ESV as well. It's more like the literal word for word. Um, when there's a passage that is a little bit wonky, uh, then I like to go to the New Living Translation, yeah. which I think is just a really, uh, it's just really understandable, right. especially in, in our day. Like the, we, it, it communicates, uh, it's faithful to communicate the right message, um, just using words that that make more sense to us. Right. And so that's that's an uh, there's there's the, there's the message and um, versions of scripture like that 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 would be um, just like they're they're paraphrases and helpful in understanding. Um, just the meaning behind what you're, what you're reading there. So right. there's lots of lots of different versions. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. And then I, I would also say, like, man, you can buy a study Bible. Like I, like I said, I have a study Bible, and they just provide notes, kind of commentary within the within the pages of Scripture that that allow you to to understand it, so you don't have to go off and buy like a, a separate commentary. Like you can buy a study Bible, and it's all there in there. Um, I think that's a great great resource. Um, but I would just say, like, you have time for the things that you prioritize. And so don't make the excuse that you don't have time to read, to, to understand, to study scripture because you have time for the things that are important to you. And so, so make the time for it where you like read it, pray through it, talk to God, ask for wisdom. Like, like what should you do differently because you read it? Like ask the questions you, you read through, observe, right? Interpret application, like ask, what does this text say about God? What does this text say about me? And then what should I do differently because of what it says? Mm. Um, 
And so I would say, you know, ask questions. Another another great thing you could do is invite people in to do a study together. Um, share what you're reading with someone else. I've always found that when I share what I'm reading through, like it helps me internalize it, process it, and I'm better able to understand what I'm reading um, yeah. when I have those conversations with people. Also, you said journaling. I, I love to journal. And so yeah. journal your thoughts, right? Write down in, in the scripture, write down, underline, uh, write in the margins, highlight, like all these different things. Um, but just prioritize reading God's word, like memorize scripture, study it, internalize it. Um, and I think that you will see the benefits of that um, throughout years of, of that discipline. Yeah, that's a good word, man. Let me just let me just give you guys just one call to action. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna challenge you to do anything, you've got six weekdays left in the month of August from the day that this episode airs. Um, I, I encourage you guys to to spend those days um, reading a chapter a day in the book of Ephesians. Mm. Uh, such a great book. The first three chapters are just all about your identity in Jesus, what has been done for you, and then the last three are about how we live in light of that, right. um, the activity that flows from our identity. And so um, that's that's a great place to start. So much good practical stuff there. Um, so so dig in. Even if you miss a day, don't don't just don't don't bail. Like if you if you miss a day, even if you miss two or three days, pick it back up and make this just resolve to make this a consistent habit. So guys, our hope and prayer is that you would take us up on this offer, dig into the scriptures. This is the primary place that God has given us to, to, to learn about his son, to learn about what he's done for us, to, to align our lives with his good design. And so my hope is that you'll do that and you'll find freedom and you'll find life as you do it. And so I'm excited uh, this fall, by the way, to, to dig into uh, as, a, as a community, we're going we're gonna to be walking through the book of Exodus together. And so that's going to be just a sweet study. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, large group teaching on Wednesday nights, small group discussions together on Sunday mornings. And that's something I hope you guys will take advantage of as well. Um, thanks again for listening, y'all. So good having you with us. We got one episode left for the summer and we'll see you next Tuesday. Yep. See you guys.